This podcast is not meant to be informative or educational and has the potential to be completely irrelevant. This is Property Jam. talk about everything on the human side of property so today's episode we're going to be talking about what are we talking about Niall why do we always keep asking Niall I yeah. swear like he forgets every I was, time I was waiting for Joe to ask you to just give me a break for five minutes <laughs> Matt God. what are we talking about these guys it's on you now the reason why I asked the question is because I can never remember you forgot I know do you guys know yes, yes. we'll say it then <laughs> <laughs> not on your doorstep yay so we're not on the doorstep so investing on your doorstep far away from your doorstep where is a good place to start. Well, doorsteps are generally not good places to invest anyway. Why not? <laughs> by the whole house, not by the, the whole house. The doorstep isn't going to do you much good, really. <laughs> so silly. That's the silliest thing you've ever said. I know. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, do you do it locally? Do you do it far away? What do you do? So, the nearest property that we own is probably about. It's about an hour and about an hour and a half from my house, and for about two hours from your house. The furthest, closest, the, near, the closest. Oh, the closest. I was going to say because that's definitely not the, the <laughs> furthest. The, the, the nearest. The yeah. nearest. Yes. For about an hour and a half, and the furthest away oh, is is probably. Ooh, oh well, goodness me! Well, it's from my house, it's about a five-hour drive. So that's probably a six and a half-hour yeah, drive that's for you. To me, hang on. One to where? To Burnley. What about Scotland? Oh, yeah, that's yours. Yeah, I know. I've got one. It's like a 10-hour drive. That's a different country. It is. Wow. International. Love it. International property investor. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, different rules out there. But anyway, so yeah, we um, and also properties which are a three-hour drive, four-hour drive, five-hour drive, a couple of hours on the train. Mm -hmm. Because I think most of the areas that we invest, because we invest at a difference, at a distance, are very trainable mm-hmm. because we very don't. Trainable. Yeah, well, we we don't drive there, do we? A lot. We like <laughs> to get the train down you know. and tire a car. <laughs> trainable. 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 Well, thank Does God. that not mean you can train them, as uh, in teach them something? <laughs> as no. I'm well, with we, you. we try and train the I house to train the tenants. About. Oh, very good. Well, I'm no. They need to be trainable for me because I can't drive. Can I? Can't you? You know I can't drive. Have you not got a driver license? No. Really? Yeah. Oh. Would you give her a driver's license? <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe she can drive better than me. I think I'd be a really Granted good driver. Granted, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, a, I'm actually, just, we're going off on a relevant tangent, but that's what we do. So um, I'm the daughter of a London cab driver and I can't drive. Like, <gasps> I know. Shame on the family. Is that because you literally had a taxi on your doorstep? Oh, you'd have thought. No, he was the worst when it comes to picking me up. He wouldn't she do it. had a taxi it. on her whole house, not, not just Not doorstep. just my doorstep. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I'm, I never learned to drive. And I thought that it would inhibit my, my property investments, but actually it hasn't um, because I tend to get the train up to Lincoln, Grimsby. Cajuns. So why did you never learn to drive? Because I lived in London and I never had to. And I have to say, I never had any interest or inclination to because as far as I could see, cars were just a running cost and they're a liability. And I could see that from right, like a young age. They always seemed to go down in value when people bought them. So I was like, what's the point? So you were too miserable to buy a car? I was tight, basically. I think. And I just, um, and I literally lived near about five modes of transport. You mm. know, London chick, I had the, the tube. 
Um, and for me, commuter time is my time to work and listen to podcasts and switch off. And what I'm saying is I like to be driven. I don't drive, darling, is what I'm saying. Oh. Yeah. There we go. She's waiting for the uh, the era of the self-driving car, I believe. Yeah. Do you know, well, I'd, I'd buy into that, I think. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether it's self-driving or not because she's still getting what? on. Okay. You, st- you got your chauffeur. I, yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I do have my chauffeur. However, when I tend to go up to my investment areas solo more often than not, but then mm-hmm. it is my letting agent that drives me around. Well, he's, <laughs> he's my chauffeur. So I, I think Diva comes to mind right now. I know, mm-hmm. I do. Uh, but, you know, it's all part of it, isn't it? I call that networking. Well, <laughs> what, <laughs> well, we, what we generally do is we go to the area on the train and then we hire the smallest possible car we can yeah. to save money with our investor head on. And fold yourself out the car. That was uh, one of the episodes we <laughs> wasn't it? Do you remember? <laughs> yeah, I don't wonder why he always hires the smallest cars <laughs> ever. He's like concertina in the driver's seat. Well, we just enjoy having um, the, the conversation with the letting agents, the conversation starter. Yeah. Like, what did you get this time? And we're like, well, we're in a Ford KA or we're in a <laughs> you Fiat 500. You never hired a KA. Uh, we're, no, we had, I don't think it was a KA, but we had one of that size. Fiat yeah. 500, I think, wasn't it? Fiat 500, oh, def- we've had a few of those. Mm-hmm. They're quite cool to drive and they're generally a bit of a colourful statement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're quite a feminine car as well. So there's lots Fits of talking points. To a tea. Oh, they're perfect, goodness. but we did try to get Matt and a stepladder into the car as well. <laughs> a stepladder too? Yeah. An extendable all, stepladder. Yeah, it all worked. Yes. <laughs> you yeah. all folded out nicely. I was fine. <laughs> no, you were just little though. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, we did sort of go off on a tangent there. But yeah, so for me, operating at a distance, because... Um, like you guys, most of my investments are further afield. Um, the furthest one is about 185 miles away. Um, did you just Google that? I did. You sounded so knowledgeable. I did. I was like, she was sitting there with her arms folded, going, "I knew this off the top of my I head." So did I. Her phone was down about two minutes earlier. So I have investments at 158.7 miles away, <laughs> and and um, my other one. Let's be specific here. Um, here we go. Uh, the other one is uh, approximately 185.3. Approximately. I have been from in... this particular location. Not from um, Brighton and Hove, but certainly from London, which is where I'm based. Okay. Mm. I've been investing in Burnleaf since I started, and I couldn't tell you how many miles it is. I will look it up for it's you now. Continue to talk. Way. Okay, thank you. I know it's five hours. Do drive. you want me to do Lewisham straight? Because that's your your stomping ground. Should I do Lewisham. What's his address and his phone number? <laughs> yeah, and your <laughs> and my sort code and, yeah, uh, and your password. pin number. Uh, right. Okay. So Lewisham to Burnley. It's funny why people say pin number because it is personal identification number. So you're saying my your number number. Your pin number number. No, that would be pin number number number. Hang on, what? Huh? You're saying pin, when you say what's your pin number? So wow. it's personal identification number, number. And shush. Now you win 261.3 miles. There you go. That's five hours on the A1. I told you it was five hours. That's long things, I'm checking man. mine now. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I've done that lots of times driving. So for me, yeah. So, but did it, did it daunt you in the early days when you were starting? I mean, I know... Well, actually, no, because I love driving. Do you? Love driving. So I've just... never been in a car with you. No, Have I? I haven't, no. No, I've been well, in a car actually, with Matt yes, but with, with, with Alan driving. Just... But, Mm, yeah. Oh, that's true. We've driven you. Yeah. But um, you say we've driven you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I folded you and Alex into the back of a car. Hyacinth here. <laughs> Three hundred seventy-five miles. Three hundred seventy-five. Mm-hmm. Oh, you because that's Scotland, right? It is. Mm. 
That's long tings. That's a long railway. But actually, those I think we have to look at the reasons for doing that. That's a good point, because that's why we're talking about oh, this in the first place. Yeah, because there are people that think, my goodness, you know, why would you go so far away? What's the benefit? And obviously the benefits are that you can get more bang for your buck. You get a much higher return. Well, not necessarily much higher, but you can more regularly get a higher return on your cash by going and getting um, properties which have generally a higher yield um, and you cheaper. put less cash in, they're cheaper and you can get a decent amount of rent because rents between the north and the south are not that dissimilar, whereas purchase prices are a lot different. Mm-hmm. Thank Obviously, you for that lesson. I enjoyed that, did you? Uh, as, as this is why we're here, no? Oh, to, to, to educate and inform. That's oh, no. right. so, sorry, sorry. <laughs> we are not here to educate. No, you're inform. right. You are right. But this is why, why you would go there. That's why you do it. That's why you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's just taking the emotion out of it because I think, you know, certainly when you're talking to people starting out, it's so tempting just to go on your doorstep because you have this perception in your head that for some reason you have more control if it's closer to your house, which is nonsense because you would delegate that to someone else anyway, even if it you wasn't your doorstep. the same amount of control really. as you would, whether it's right. here or in... I know somewhere else. <laughs> God, you're good. Well, thank, thanks for that insight, Matt. Uh, you are so very, good. very useful. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're tired. I think, I think I a lot of people well want to. A lot of people want to be um, or have this uh, perceived idea that if you can see your properties, you can drive past them, you can keep an eye on them, then then they'll be managed better. Yeah. But. I don't want to see them every day. I don't want, I don't to, want to manage them every day. No. Um, we put people in place to manage them for us. I don't want to be a management agent. Um, and it was like one of our colleagues had said once, I just compare it to putting your kids into university. You're not going to go and drive from London to Manchester to see your kids every day. Um, but you know that they're okay when they're there. That's really great. I've never heard that. Yeah. That's really logical. That was Lizzie. Thank you, Lizzie. Oh, Lizard. Oh, Lizzie. Love Lizard the Wizard. That's that's very wise. That was very wise. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if she'd had a glass of wine when she said it, probably. Or five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> probably, probably the so, other yeah. half of Niles bottle. <laughs> can't, can't take credit for that. That was, no. that was our Lizzie. But that's a really good way to frame it, actually. Yeah, that that yeah. stuck in my mind, actually. It, yeah. it was very... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Very... Poignant. Poignant. There yes, we go. Yes, resonated. Was that the exact word you're looking for? But well, it it'll do. <laughs> It'll do. <laughs> yeah, I think um, you've got to take the emotion out of it and um, and remember that somebody is likely to be managing it anyway, so it's irrelevant where it is. I suppose the faff comes in is the driving, isn't it? And the, the planning and the viewings and all that sort of stuff. And if you've got a refurb going on and site visits and... That is a bit of a. It's a. You build it in. I mean, we all do it, and we, yeah. we you know, we work around it. But, but I think it's what puts people off from the idea of it. I think initially, especially, because um, we've driven hours on end to get to a particular location and have viewings booked in, and then you'll get there and the viewing has been cancelled. The agent doesn't turn up. The agent doesn't That's turn the up. Worst. The tenant doesn't let you in. Yeah. So, th- you know, there's a potential that you could be. You can plan it and you can organise it to the best of your abilities, but. You know, the, the the it's still in the hands of other people as well. Yeah. Mm. Best laid plans. I think it's for people who've got lots of, uh, well, sorry, not a lot of spare time, and they're really trying to get um, you know this stuff in. It can be really frustrating. So yeah. the um, the feeling is that by being closer to home, it's less time wasted going and yes. going seeing them, which is a good thing to start with. Because if you're looking at a new area, excuse me, no one saw apart no. from the fact I'm videoing you doing. You are it. indeed. Uh, <laughs> Hi, mum. <laughs> Um, when you're looking at a She'll new be area, so you right now. <laughs> when you're looking at a new area, um, what criteria are you going to be using to choose your area? And, and 
you know, you always start with an achievable goal. So if the amount of time you have enables you to go two hours out of your way and go and look at towns which are two hours drive away or two hours on the train away that you can get to and back. Is that a logical argument? Or does this... Does it's this... A, well, because there are so many places in the UK that you can invest and invest successfully. There are so many towns and <laughs> cities. Um, there's hundreds of them. But how do you narrow it down? So you know, looking around where you are is a good starting point. Yeah, and you're assuming that everyone listening to this living, lives in London, which is not I true. I am not assuming that. You are, because our northern listeners, and they've got lots of opportunities within two hours. What about our listeners in Peru and Portugal? <laughs> I, I'm very aware that they exist as well. In fact, all, and Canada most recently as well. Canada, well, for our Canadian listener... Um, hi. There's, hi. There's, hi, there's oh, probably howdy. somewhere. Howdy? Tell everyone, we want howdy? more Canadian. That's not Canadian. What do they say? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't they say... Anyway, carry on. I apologise. And there are Canadian listeners have all disappeared. Canadian friends, it's okay. Sorry, Canada. Um, So, yeah, operating within a couple of hours of where you live is a good starting point. Because I could list, if you live in London, going to Manchester is within two hours on the train. Yes, true. Yeah, so you can feasibly do that. Mm-hmm. If, um, if you're driving, two hours could be the Midlands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean that you can't go to places a bit further afield. Think about the time and potentially the cost impact of doing that. And there are also um, online play- ways to do property viewings. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard of Viewber. Viewber. Mm-hmm. What's that? Viewber. It's an on yes. people that will go out and view properties on your behalf and give you a report. Like the Uber of viewings. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, you so don't. You, put, you look so. I mistrust it. I don't know why. Well, we've known someone that's used it, and that's so hang on, hang on, whoa, whoa, whoa. so that all they're doing is viewing the property and appraising it on your behalf. Not appraising, Not appraising it, it just, just viewing it. Viewing it, giving you photos and a, basically a report about the property. It's like it's, it's like having an inventory report done before your tenant moves in. You get someone to go around and just tell you what where the damp spots are, what property looks like are they generally investors themselves or are they just people who just kind of know the the process i think well you're gonna have to go and check them out now but they are people that would know what to look for in a property if you but if you'd like to sponsor us i was literally just about to say that but thank you joe yeah because then i'll say nice things about you yes of course but without that obviously she she won't exactly because i'm I'm quite judgmental of this service because i I would want to know i probably wouldn't trust them i don't think well if you can't get there and you know that the property is probably going to work and you just want to make sure that it has four walls it's not going to fall down. And <laughs> That's a bare minimum. Or a doorstep. A doorstep. A doorstep. And, step, a doorstep. Doorstep. Yeah. and um, you want to know what you need, to, not, not what you need to do to it, but the potential pitfalls for it. Yeah, which a survey would highlight if there are any major issues anyway. Correct. So, Thank you. Yeah. So Viewbert <laughs> is like a, a mini survey of a property. Okay. All right. I'll take that. I'm going to Google what they say. Yeah. But you also get a lot of agents that do these, um, um, uh, what do they call them? I can't think, like video tours anyway, which is pretty much the same thing. And true, if, if you've also got a good relationship with uh, an estate agent or a letting agent, they might mm-hmm. even be on your behalf knowing what you're looking for they anyway, right? They might do, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've yeah. got an established connection. So, yeah, so all of that takes the time out of it. But for me, there's... If you're going to, so if the numbers stack and it is further afield, then you just get a little bit more organised with your time and know in the <coughs> early days you're having to put a bit of legwork into it just to kind of get it set up. And then once it's done, mm-hmm. 
it's done and you kind of know what you're looking for. And we've all come from the same background, as in we've all come through the same type of training and education, etc. to start with. Mm. So is there perhaps an element or, or an argument to say that we all believe in this system because that's what we were taught? Whereas if we had been taught by somebody else or had another mentor or other coaches then we may or have a different become, strategy we might have or a different we yeah. may have a completely different outlook yeah on true yeah so i mean i think the numbers can't lie in terms of what you would call your traditional property investing mm-hmm. but it's not to say there's a whole bunch of other stuff that could work close to home right um, yeah very yeah, true yeah yeah um hmm. yeah i mean i actually quite like the whole going up the motorway and I quite enjoy it as well, actually. And to be out, honest, it's, we've got a portfolio in, like I keep saying, in, in, in Burnley, up in Lancashire. And, you know, we, it just does its thing. We don't need to go and check on it every five minutes. Tenants are happy. Um, if someone moves out, then we'll give it a lick of paint and a bit of a freshen up or whatever re- uh, maintenance needs doing. But we don't hear from them from one end no, of the year so to the other. I wouldn't want to either. No. Actually, we've got a couple of properties that we self-manage because... Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, because you don't... It doesn't take that much effort to manage a good tenants in buy-to-lets. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. Yeah, HMO is a different world, which we've talked about, but buy-to-lets, I suppose it's fairly... Yeah, we're just taking another one in Scotland, and that one we're going to self-manage as well, because it saves the management fee, whereby um, we, we have trades in the area that can go in and fix stuff on our behalf. But, question, you're obviously based down here... Um, on the south coast but if you your sister's up in scotland currently right like and she's maybe there. moving and maybe moving but, but the fact that she's there now if she wasn't there do you think you still ha- you would still be comfortable managing it yourself yes okay cool yeah yeah, yeah. because uh, we do it already yeah um and so she has... from from the two properties that we self-manage i probably hear from them once every six months That's but you good, did live in that area for a period of time managing them before you moved away from it Right. Uh, and the same the same will yes. be true in Scotland if your sister decides to move. Yes. But I don't oh. think that's a, a reason why you self-manage it over not over another area because if you've got your teams already why would it make a difference? Well, I'm, I'm about... just thinking you you've already had the you've already set it up before you leave. Potentially. Yeah. What but again, I don't think I think you probably do that. Inspections and stuff like that. How do you, how do you manage it, or do you just not bother? Um, we have friends who just go around and right, okay, check so on it. Friends or a um, local letting agent mm-hmm. can do that bit, um, and you just pay them just for pay their for that time. Service, yeah. Yep. You could use Vuber. Oh, God. Do, Here we go again. Are you actually sponsored by them? Like, what is going on? No, I was just googling their services. They've got a lot more going on than just doing viewings for lettings. For there pen- must be others services or other companies doing similar services probably other companies are available other companies are available <laughs> yeah. thank you yeah, and they can sponsor they us can too. sponsor <laughs> us too you're welcome uh, yeah. oh dear i don't think it should put anyone off i really don't i think um you just you know it's, it's a short-term investment for a, a lifetime gain isn't it and i think you've got to get a bit more organized and if you've got i think the biggest thing is people think oh, mm-hmm. i've got family i've got you know caring commitments and blah 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 I think it can be integrated from what I've seen. You know, people literally have children, pop them in the car, off they go. Day out. Yeah, day out, family viewings, quite yeah. fun. I think yeah. it depends on how much you really want to do it. Um, yeah. With your family. With your family, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what your kids are like. Granted, I don't, I don't have kids, but I was working in a full-time... You do, you have Matt. Oh! oh. Burn. Wow. Sorry. Sorry, when I started off in property, <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't have, I don't have those uh, commitments, if you like, but I was in a very busy full-time job in central london um working 
full time and investing up north. Yeah. So it is possible. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have to really, really want to do it. Mm. Yeah. And actually, I don't know if you found this. I had, well, possibly not actually, because you're from Ireland, but I had a real London-centric head on my shoulders when I started. And having the opportunity to go out and look at property in different areas was quite nice. I got out of my London zone. Um, mm, maybe. I, I, you just get so in the London bubble and, and leaving London and actually going to see different parts of the country was a, was a Brucey bonus for me. For some reason, London never really came into into my mind as an investment starting point because simply because of the house prices um the first place that came to my mind when i thought about it was where i went to university which is where again chelmsford chelmsford that's right yeah um so that's because i had i knew the area i had obviously knew there was a tenant demand um well at least i thought there was um (laughs) but that that was the first thing that came to my mind is that well i know that so i'm going to go there yeah Again, there's a good starting point. So if you have a, an affinity with an area or family, family friends in those areas. Yeah, um, so that's why I chose Warrington to start with. Yeah. was because my parents were living there and I was living down south in Oxfordshire. Yeah. And it would go and visit them on the weekends and do some property viewings at the same time. Mm-hmm. And they just happened to buy a couple with us. Yeah. So that was handy. It was quite handy. Very handy. So you had the cash. Nice. Yes. Yeah. So um, I, I think... Similar to what we talked about um, in the last week's episode um, about rent to rent versus buying, I think when you're looking to buy property, that's when you start to look further afield because rent to rent, you want to do on your own doorstep. Yeah. You want to be able to, it's a business close to you. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're investing, you have more options because you can get out there. You do have great public transport and a new HS2 line, which is going to be able to help us get to one half of the country. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then not necessarily the other. So yeah, that's right. just yeah. uh, take all that into account when you're choosing. It, sh- it certainly shouldn't be a showstopper. I think you just got to open up your mind to it. That's all. And um, just go where it works and, you know. Run their numbers. Run the numbers. Uh, make sure people want to live in the kind of property that you're buying. And that's it, really. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I mean, that's it. I don't really know what else to say to you guys. I mean, it's quite self-explanatory, but, you know, each to their own. Each their own. Um, do you buy a house at the doorstep? Is what I've taken away from this. Same. Um, this Same. And it's a must. It's a must. It's a must. <laughs> by the doorstep, if nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I suppose it would be goodbye from me. My name was Matt Baker. Still Matt Baker. My name is Joe Atgar, and I'm saying goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> sure, that oh, you, have you done? Is that it? I yeah. think so. Okay. And I am <laughs> and always be forever me. Oh, he's so cute. Oh dear. Bye. 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 Come and jam with us on social media where you can hear more and see more. On Facebook, search Property Jam Podcast. Or you can follow us on Instagram at Property Jam Podcast. Or you can email us at Podcast at outlook.com. See, see you on, on the next, next episode. episode.